When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Evil's Back. This week on the podcast, Cheerleaders for the New Evil. Hi, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katei. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. Let's get into it. It's another Cheerleaders. It's the New Evil. It's cheerleaders in the snow <laughs> cheerleaders winter edition um oh i did forget that there is a santa in this i because th- there's a santa on the cover of the book and i was like yeah mm, there is a santa in this there's book. A, there's ice skating and it's cold and there's a santa and that's why this is the first of our december winter holiday Thing. Horror, ho- horror days. Horror days. Nice. Happy horror days. Okay, I'm Isn't gonna. that the tagline for something? I'm sure it is. Uh, Maybe the snowman. Who knows? Um, <laughs> m- m- uh, something else. Jingle, jingle all the scaries. Jingle bell tolls for the. <laughs> Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Jingle hell's bells. Yes. There we go. All of them. Um, okay. Those are all believable titles. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to read the back of the book. Corky and the shady side cheerleaders are sure the evil is destroyed until a series of horrifying accidents confirms their greatest fears, and they plan to draw the evil out and destroy it, unless it destroys them first. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we generally liked the cheerleaders series before. Mm-hmm. I was not so pleased to get back to it. Although this did break out of the formula a little bit, but it was still too many times of like, the evil's back. No, let's not even think of it. And then a cheerleader gets injured. The evil's back. No, I don't even want to consider the possibility. And that's the thing, too, that I was getting so mad about, which is that so... And they switch off which one of them thinks the evil is back. Yeah. Sometimes it's Deborah. Sometimes it's quirky. Sometimes it's Kimmy. But they like only at like at most two of them agree at a time. Yeah. Until shit like really starts to go wrong. Well, and like the reasoning that makes me so mad because there's one point where Corky says that the evil. Yeah, our girl Corks thinks that the evil's not back. Uh And Deborah thinks it's back. And Corky's like, sometimes bad things just happen. Like, Uh uh, just because a bad thing happens doesn't mean that the... Just because an accident happened doesn't mean that it's evil or something like that. But I'm like, but the first yeah, dumb dumb. Yeah, idiot. You've gone through like three books of yeah. a horrible Jeez. evil. To to recap the cheerleaders. Yeah, series, where are we at just now? Just in case, like, here's, here's on a previous episode or three. <laughs> here's what happened. Um... New new girls to school, Bobby and Corky, Corcoran, are hotshot cheerleaders who have taken their squad to ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Still kind of question marks on what school. that is, but yep. And uh, then, like the bus crashes, and the head cheerleader Jennifer gets sent flying out. She hits up against a headstone of Sarah Fear, who mm-hmm. was possessed by an evil spirit. The evil spirit then possesses Je- possesses Jennifer, who then tries to kill them all. Is successful in killing Corky's sister Bobby. Second book, Corky's dealing with the evil. Oh, yeah, and they drove it. They thought they drove it out of Jennifer. <laughs> shock, they did not. Yeah, shock, they didn't. Um, Fucking duh. They drove it into Kimmy. Um, mm-hmm. So then they all have to fight Kimmy. Mm-hmm. And they she drives that out of Kimmy by, like, in self-defense, drowning her in a bathtub. Yeah. But instead, the evil goes down the drain to escape, and then Kimmy comes back to herself. Mm-hmm. End of book two. Book three. This time it's inhabiting Corky. Mm-hmm. And then... She tries to kill Kimmy. Instead, she drowns in a river herself, and the evil leaves her so that it doesn't get stuck there. But then, like, floats away down the river. That supposedly so many question never marks to be seen again. Yeah, and, and Corky survives, and Kimmy survives, and everything's fine again. And they're like, <laughs> "Let's not have pea soup." Yes. <laughs> Although, okay, so I had some questions about, like, so. When the evil spirit gets out of Corky and it's, like, floating around in the water, uh-huh. I remember last time we were talking about this, we were like, question mark, where is it? Then they straight up watch it dissipate. Yeah. Not just float away. It, it, like, it like, oh, yeah, dissipates. and it screams in the air. Yeah. And then in this book, she's like, oh, my God, it's under. Remember how we froze it? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't remember that. Because that's not what happened. You guys are liars. R.L. Stein, you are really taking a chicken shit way out. You know who would be upset with this is Annie Wilkes. (laughs) Annie Wilkes? In Misery. Oh. Who, like, gets super pissed at Paul Sheldon for trying to bring Misery back from the dead, even though she was buried. You can't just start with her being okay. You have to show how she got out of the coffin. So if you're going to tell me that the evil spirit is still around, you need to explain how it dissipated. You can't just pretend it's still in the water. Yeah. Because that's the thing. So it may be dissipated. And then they're like, oh, thank God it's winter because it's frozen under the ice. And it's like, okay, so what did you think was happening during summer? That's I wrote, what the about fuck? all the non-ice yeah, what weather? What about all the other seasons? Like, exactly. So I was like, okay, so are we led to believe that, like, winter immediately came Yeah, after? and then they're not, like, really considering the possibility that Shit's going to hit the fan when the river unfreezes. I know. So then, and then also there's like this weird sudden hatred of Deborah, where Corky's like, Deborah's weird. She likes this that was occult stuff. Another thing where it's like, R.L. Stein, do you even remember what you wrote in the other books? I know. Because Deborah didn't start off obsessed with the occult. Well, she she got that the... way in book two yeah. because of the fucking evil. And then when they're like, she's back to it again. Ugh. It's like, uh, she's always been weird like this. And I'm like, no, she hasn't. Yeah. And then on top of that, I'm like, and we've said this about the past books, where it's like, but you idiots. You should be obsessed with the occult because there yeah, is an evil fucking you know spirit. It's real. Ugh. So they're like hating Deborah. Um, Deborah's the only one who gets what's going on, but at the same time is using it badly. Yeah, she. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, she's like Willow she's season like, six over here. Let's go. Let's go. She is. Willow she's being very six. bad. Willow season. She six is right being now. very irresponsible with yeah. her magic. She like really thinks she knows how to wield it, and she does not. No. She. They're like, 
oh, the evil's back. It's in this new cheerleader, Ivy. And Ivy has streaky blonde and brown streaky hair. Streaky blonde and brown hair, and she always wears pink lipstick. She's always reapplying her lipstick. Uh-huh, but she seems pretty cool uh, until it seems like she's killing people. Mm-hmm. And then they're also, then like, they're like, her like, friend Lauren, too. And I was like, This fucking what? plan. This plan makes no sense. So... The plan is so when they insane. think the evil is all right, <laughs> all right. So Wait, so first things first. So first things first. Kimmy accident or is it Kimmy? Car no, accident. Hannah. Hannah refuses to put on her seatbelt. Oh, I just wanted to read real quick because oh, this sure. is something I highlighted. So they're in the car. Mm. Hannah won't put on her seatbelt, mm. and they're like, Hannah, you should really wear your seatbelt. Haven't you seen the commercials on TV with those test dummies crashing through the windshield? Hannah laughed gleefully. I love those guys. What? What? Who are you? This is insane. What are you talking about, Hannah? What are you talking, about? What are you talking about? They should have, like, you love those stomped guys? on the brakes and been like, what? It's like, oh, my God, they're my favorite TV characters. There are a lot of jokes in I this book. I love that show. That are not Hannah, you're an idiot. Jokes. Because her with that, mm-hmm. I know I'm jumping ahead, but Jay, who. Oh, my God. I was so excited. First of all. When he. Put the plate with food pepperonis to on be his funny. eyes. I was like, "Yes, hamhead." Seriously, the last funny R.L. Stein character put fucking hard boiled eggs on his eyes, and then he puts pepperonis on his eyes. Yeah, R.L. Stein thinks that the way to be a class clown. I wonder if he was like this, but it's like all hilarious class clowny guys when they're trying to like crack you up, they put food on their bodies yes <laughs> that and like, like we first talked about walls. this in the babysitter episode yep. right because he was putting eggs on his eyes that was her first rl stein yeah what, the fuck? what is that is stupid so like i guess teenagers are very easily amused like um, like this is another elizabeth situation of like thinking it's so funny the idea that you would bowl till you drop yeah well this and it's that- like oh my God, he's putting food on his face. What if it was his face? <laughs> oh, my God. What if it That's was? wild. But that, like, also, like, I think that there is this idea of, like, comedy for teenagers is, like, or at least the silly guy uh-huh. is doing something that you wouldn't normally do. And that's it. Yeah. Like, it's not Anything like, is this... unexpected exactly. equals comedy. When, because like, everybody's so fucking boring mm-hmm. and normal. Yeah. It's like, whoa, I never would have thought of that. That is outrageous to me that you would do such a thing because I wouldn't do it. So I find it very funny. Okay. I need to ask you if something showed up in your book that was showing up in mine. Okay. Gorky. <laughs> Gorky showed up five times in my book. What? Yes. Wouldn't I we Gorky. bought the same book? Gorky. Tell me a page or a spot or something. Sure. I'll just uh I took pictures of the Gorky sightings. Oh good. Um Gorky sighting. Yeah. So it's at 18% of the way through in the condal. Um, and it says the light glared off of Gorky's windshield. And then 68% of the way through. 68%. The sight of Lena struggling, struggling with all of her might to free herself as the medic strapped her down to a gurney and rolled her to the ambulance stayed in Gorky's mind. <laughs> it happens so often. 69% of the way through. Deborah leaned close. Her voice trembled as she murmured in Gorky's ear. Oh my God, I do have it. Gorky. Gorky shows up five times. Gorky's cry was smothered. Oops. 
<laughs> oh, poor Gorky. Poor Gorky. Oh, Gorky. <laughs> Gorky's going through such a rough time. I just wish Let's she got check some in more on Corky. See how Corky's doing. <laughs> Corky, Corky's like barely in this, but she's going through a lot. So every time Corky's going through something, Gorky's just like standing behind her, being like, "Oh, jeez, Deborah's whispering in my ear." Oh, oh, jeez, oh, Louise, what are we gonna do, you guys? I think it's the evil spirit. Oh, I don't think they hear me. Shut up! Shut up! Shut, shut up, Corky. You, you fucking freak of nature. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, how much money would someone have to pay you for you to name your first child Corky and your second child Gorky? <laughs> <laughs> like what? For me, it's like $500,000. Like minimum? That's pretty, I yeah, did. I think I would do it for It's like not very 000. much. They can undo it whenever they want. Yeah. Yeah. I just, like, here's the thing. Yeah. Look, uh, I need that money. Yeah. Look, Gorky and Corky? I need that money. I needed that money. Sorry, mama need that money. <laughs> yeah. Mommy got to have, have that paper. I need pepperonis for my eyes. Mommy's <laughs> got to work. Um, Mommy's got to work. Her pilot where she puts pepperonis on her eyes is not selling. <laughs> my notes, the first one is Gorky with four exclamation points. And then later it says two Gorky. Three, four, five. <laughs> I was going nuts over this Gorky situation. <laughs> That is very um, funny. Okay, there was also a Get moment. It together, Condal. I know. There was also a moment where, okay, so do you remember seeing this where, so uh, Corky is trying to call all of her friends. She can't find them. This is after she it's when sees. when she's on the run? Before. So it's when she sees the, um, the, she first sees the steam coming out of the, Okay. Fishing hole. When she has Alex take her there? Yes. Okay. So after that, she's like, Ugh. she's like trying to call all her friends and they're like not picking up. Oh, right, right, right. And then so she calls. They're having like a spirit seance? Yes. Yeah. And she calls Kimmy's house uh-huh. and it rings five times and then the mom picks up the phone breathlessly. I was like, huh? what was she doing? I'm like, what is Kimmy's mom doing? We don't know. We don't learn any of that. I was like, like I was just working out to my Jane Fonda aerobics. <laughs> Kimmy's not here right now. <laughs> I was just running a quick I'm 30 sorry. on the ellipt. <laughs> oh, yeah. What year was this? I'm sorry. I just got back from my jazzercise class. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm waiting for Zumba to be invented. But right now, I've just got this little stepper thing that I've been stepping on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just set my, my, uh, my thigh master down. What's going on? <laughs> Wait, is the thigh master the one that is like? Yeah, it's the Suzanne Summers thing that you, with the yeah, you like put the it, two like little paperclip triangles thing. and the yeah red ball in between. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I highlighted it's under the ice now, buried deep in the frozen river, and I was like, no, is it, it? isn't. Um, and I highlighted Jay pulled two round pieces of pepperoni off the pizza and covered his <laughs> eyes with them. Hey, do you think I need glasses? Does anyone laugh? Jay, shut the fuck up. Does anyone laugh Jay, after that? No. Um, <laughs> everyone ignored him. And he's like, I said. Oh, Corky did. Corky laughed. At least Jay was trying to get over his disappointment. Alex continued to scowl and shake his head. Did you feel like she had like a tiny crush on Jay? It, I thought they were going to get together again. I was very confused when they didn't. I know. 
Especially because mm-hmm. she was like, everyone says he looks like a chicken, but, but I don't I think, think he. he I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah. <laughs> but I think maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, uh, the, the actual tagline to the book is season's greetings. The evil is back. Oh, we were close. Mm-hmm. That was a, uh, if you guys are wondering, a, we had made that up. Yeah. But we were I mean, very basically the same. accurate. Accurate. Um, what did I just say? Accurate. What the fuck am I? You're like I a fun, very accurate. I I'm that person who says to the other person that's so random. random. Like, hey, I we're just all, went to Target. Here's the thing. We're all that accurate. person. That's like what just my mouth was just saying things while I was looking at my notes. <laughs> like, like I heard what you said, and then my mouth was like, I'm gonna buy us time. <laughs> Don't worry, I got this, Lindsay. It's I have gold. the perfect thing to say. <laughs> Accurate. I'm gonna say that word, but pretend it was like French. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so I it was like I came out of a a stupor and went what the fuck just happened who took over my body just then you just uh you came you were like coming out of one of corky's book three like body taken over you're like whoa uh, what seriously i was looking down and i was no i looked up and i went what (laughs) i do that a lot actually if i'm like trying i've noticed sometimes on stream like if i'm like if someone sends me a text that's like kind of urgent, mm-hmm. I'll just like say anything. And I'm like, I don't know why I just said that. Like, yeah, it's very weird. People ask me questions. They're like, oh, did you go to the store? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. I did not. <laughs> yeah. I did not do that thing that I just very confidently said yes to. My sister and I used to do this thing where we would say what in response to somebody, but we knew what they said. And we'd be like, sorry, no, I, I, I know what you said. You yeah, don't need you to have to like it. basically rewind yeah oh <laughs> so i have so the most extreme example of this for me uh was i was standing this is like truly 12 years ago <laughs> truly if, i am is not it truly around. it was is truly, it truly i'm not exact because like i use the number 12 to exaggerate all the time mm, i didn't know that this was legit 12 years ago nice. right when i moved to la so i'm standing outside of io waiting in line or no, just waiting around to see a friend after an improv show or something. And I see this guy, and he's holding just a single CD. Mm. And he looks relatively homeless. Mm. And he walks up to me, and as I see him coming, I'm already formulating in my mind what he's going to say to me and then my response. And I think he's going to say, like, hey, do you want to buy the CD or something like that? And so he walks up and he says what he says. And I go, no, sorry. And then I'm like, uh, hold the phone. <laughs> what did he just say to me? And he had not said, do you want to buy this CD or do you have any money you can spare? What he had said was, do you want me to tongue your ass with cinnamon loop? <laughs> <laughs> to which I had just no, responded, sorry. no, sorry. <laughs> 
And then he viewed that like soft no as an opening. Yeah. Like, I might be able to work this. So he's yeah. like, are you sure? And so then I felt locked into my response. I was like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm just not interested. And he's like, I've got the lube right here. And I was like, that really wasn't why I was saying no. It wasn't <laughs> like the inconvenience of going to get the lube. And he's like, oh, okay. I just, you know, my buddy says that if you ask a girl for her number like a hundred times, chances are one of those hundred oh my is going to say yes. And I was artist. like, yeah, but yeah, but you didn't ask for my number. You asked if you could tongue my ass with cinnamon lube. Yeah. So also that's kind so of specific. So I'm going to say you're probably going to need like five thousand, and you might get a one. Cinnamon sounds spicy. You're going to have a spicy boo hole. I don't know. Ow! I'm like squeezing my butt cheeks together. So we seriously had a five-minute conversation about how I didn't want this homeless man holding a CD to tongue my asshole with cinnamon lube that he had in his backpack. You know what? That is five minutes. Very on brand for you, though. I feel like that that you would have this long-ass conversation (laughs) with a strange man about being like very wait. So he's going to use lube and his tongue. So I guess he was going to, like, put the lube on And then, like, shoot his butt. tongue in? And then, like... <laughs> so he has a dry mouth. <laughs> or it was for him. It was for the flavor. For flavor. Sure. Was probably he doesn't him. know where your butthole's been. And, like, <laughs> let's be real. I don't think buttholes taste that good. No, exactly. So he probably wanted to, like, spice it up. Put some ranch dressing on Um <laughs> Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> Somehow that was so much more disgusting. No, that is the most. <laughs> Our producer's shaking his head at me. <laughs> he no likey. Uh, because of the cream. God, it's disgusting. No, I know. That is that one is of the most disgusting. <laughs> okay, it's not as bad as, like, you could do, like, a tahina. He's like, excuse me. <laughs> Can I tongue your ass with rage? <laughs> <laughs> I've got it here in my backpack. What brand is it? Thousand or Thousand Island. Thousand. Hidden Valley. Um, mm. I'm really more of a craft girl. Mm-hmm. I only do Amy's. Um, do you have some Thousand Island on you? <laughs> like, yeah, okay. I, I think any, I think ranch is bad. I think. <laughs> Are we talking in general oh, or on or a butt? specifically on a butt? For, okay. Okay. Ranch, bad. Bad. Um, Thousand Island, also very bad. I Anything chunky. Gross. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> like blue <laughs> disgusting than nothing at all. <laughs> no, it's much worse. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's because of the, like, fermenty kind of aspect <laughs> to blue cheese that makes it, like, especially foul. All right. Let us, let us just. Okay. All right. We will find what is the least okay, offensive I thought you said salad dressing. Lettuce just. Like, only put blue cheese on lettuce. Or if you if you like 
put a like lettuce rim around the asshole sure. and then you put ranch on it, then it's okay. Then it's okay. <laughs> lettuce just really like, saves why it. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Who's going to say no to that? Who's, who says it's, no to a salad? I mean, it's like, it's, it's sanitary. It's basically like a really environmentally friendly version. <laughs> like a dental dam. <laughs> just lay down a, a, a leaf of butter lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> this is easily the most disgusting <laughs> conversation. No, this is the most I've, like not just on this podcast, <laughs> like ever. This is a very <laughs> this is very yeah. foul. But okay, let's let's rate them. Sesame. Okay. okay. Mm. Mm, no, again, we've again. got we've the got seeds. some seeds. Oh, the seeds! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! The I'm seeds are say, a nightmare. I'm gonna say, what about what about just like a nice? Simple mm. balsamic vinaigrette. Fine, sure. I mean, you know what? I think the issue uh-huh. that there is a. I feel like there is like a cleansing connotation to vinegar. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think if you have like so a vinaigrette, got, like, raspberry vinaigrette, and yeah, see, okay. it's like body wash. <laughs> I think <laughs> so. So we have decided, which is just like straight, like make it yourself, just like. Balsamic exactly. vinegar and olive oil. Because that's the other thing, that's too, really right? really Because then it's like, it's low sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, okay, here's, uh-huh. here's, here's my other issue here. Yes, please. Okay, so let's say you make it yourself, right? Like you whisk okay. it in a little bowl. You've got yeah. your oil and vinegar. Yeah. That experience of like the transfer to the butthole uh-huh. is like you're just pouring it. If you are using a store-bought creamy thing in a bottle and you... That's like it's let's be clear. Warping out. That is disgusting. It's disgusting. That is disgusting. Whereas if you're putting just like some clean just balsamic some clean and olive balsamic. oil on that asshole and then you're tugging it, that is refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you could use mouthwash just, or you could or you could just tongue touch your just take a tablespoon of balsamic. Like, have you ever swish it around your mouth? Yeah, done. Done. You don't even need to brush your teeth. You don't or need to brush your teeth. It's like, doing all the work. It for is you. like. Are there self? Have you cl- maybe. maybe? Have you cleaned <laughs> the inside of a cancer of a bottle with a bottle cleaner? It's like you doing that. Yeah. It's just that. It's just it's, cleaning. That's all it is. It's just clean. It's, it's just nice and clean. <laughs> it's just fresh and clean. Please note that the views of this podcast do not reflect the views of the podcasters themselves. <laughs> oh, my goo. So we've decided on a salad dressing one would use on an asshole. Right. I would just uh, finish that up by saying also that conversation of me trying to be very polite to sure. this guy is very much of current events where you feel you have to politely turn down a guy absolutely who is propositioning you to like go in an alley and mm-hmm. do it yeah the fact that like you have to be like oh i want his feelings like, oh i got locked into my polite response <laughs> <laughs> exactly we're just uh, uh, instead but, of telling him to fuck off drunk Lindsay yeah. would have told him to fuck off yeah sober Lindsay was like uh, I already answered one way. <laughs> and now I can't see uh, anything else. I'm 23. <laughs> Aw, baby Lindsay. Uh, anyway, Gorky. how do we bring we it back to Gorky? Gorky? Um, do you think Gorky would have <laughs> She wouldn't. Well, Gorky, yes, Corky, no. That's what I'm saying, Gorky. So 
<clears throat> let's talk about this plan that these girls have because mm-hmm. so they get in an accident. It is the stupidest plan. It's very dumb. Kimmy or I'm sorry, Hannah is not buckled in. She blasts through the um windshield, windshield and gets hurt and there's a dumb fake out of like they're waiting in the hospital. The mom comes out and sobs. And then three pages later, we find out she's in the hospital and yes. is alive. And what pisses me off most about Hannah going through the windshield <laughs> is that they never come back to the fact that that couldn't have been the evil. Or could it have been? No, I know. There were a couple I, things they, that happened that I was... doesn't resolve that because it does say, like, later, Corky, after this happens is, like, very concerned about whether or not they did, in fact, trap it under the ice, which we know they did not do. Yeah. Um. So she has Alex take her there, and she says she sees... <laughs> she sees a pretty big hole in its perfectly round. <laughs> and it's just bubbling, it's it's bubbling over. Um, and, and there was smoke pouring up from it, like thick, evil fog pouring up from under the ice. So this is before... They've done their idiotic plan that brings back the evil. Yeah. So was it, in fact, already back? And did it cause the car accident? And is that why Hannah went through the windshield? That or, was my question. And there were so other things like, that happened, too. Is it too. a chicken in the egg thing? I have where, no idea. And then, no. Cause the, so the spirit doesn't come out. And I remember noting this. The spirit doesn't come out of the ice until 50% of the way through the book. Yeah. So the entire everything that happens before then is maybe not because of the evil spirit. So then it's like, so then why did her brakes fail? We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Um. So then or Hannah's in the hospital, and and then what's the other thing that happens at the beginning? Doesn't another cheerleader get injured before? It's like this. Yeah. Oh, the, so the, other cheer. Okay, cheerleaders yes. are already being injured. Uh, Naomi. Yeah, Naomi and, gets stabbed um, in the neck with a with a uh, screwdriver. Screwdriver. Or no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That was Naomi. Oh, that I don't. Because remember. remember, there's two girls that get hurt. Or oh, no, no, no. It's no, one. No, no, it's no. Naomi. You're right. So it's Naomi, and then oh, and then Rochelle. Rochelle and gets they stabbed, think, right? They think yes. They think Rochelle getting stabbed is Ivy having the evil in her. Yeah, and her trying to get her and Lauren on the team. Yes. Yeah. Because something happened to Naomi. Don't remember. And then um. Oh. Heather gets hurt too because of the the confetti cannon. Oh yeah, like, and it backfires, her and burns her face. Yeah, here, this is so fucking annoying about these books. He enacts violence on so many characters, and then it's almost always fine. Like, oh, they're one all fine. Two might die, but like, can you just like kill the cheerleaders then? Yeah, fucking kill them. Yeah. Naomi doesn't die. Rochelle doesn't die. Heather doesn't die. Lena doesn't die. Nobody fucking dies except Kimmy in this book. Yeah. R.I.P. Kimmy. R.I.P. Kimmy. But yeah, nobody died. Like, the people that, like, definitely should have died, like, that girl that got stabbed in the neck with a screwdriver. Yeah. Is fine. Like, just Wait, she comes back to school, right? And she wants to be an alternate. No, that's Lauren. Oh, Lauren. Lauren wants to be an alternate. Okay. So what is all of Lauren's deal. Well, and that thing too, Lauren right? Lauren and Ivy are weird. Yeah, they are weird. Um, and they're too weird to have it not be anything. 
You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to have them not be evil. Did it, he never says we should know. We should mm-hmm. know exactly when the evil came back. Mm-hmm. And it is they're sort of saying that it's because of the little seance they have around the hole in the ice, which they for some dumb fuck reason invited all their friends that to. Was they throw so a party. Stupid. They throw a fucking party for their their evil saints. I know. Because they're, they, the justification they, is they're, they're trying to figure out if Ivy is evil. So they're like, we'll just invite well, like they, everyone we know. Yeah. And then like their plan is like to drown Ivy and then bring her back to life. Yeah. Because they're like, oh. Because that's how it that's happened how with we everybody have to else. Get Otherwise rid of they it. had to kill him. But so I'm like, you're going to invite witnesses to like what may be like. Because you, you can't explain that. to murder somebody? Yeah. Like, so, hey, boyfriend who I'm sort of having problems with. I didn't like that. come to my drown party? I know. I didn't like that, too, because in the first three books, we kind of talked about how, like, the romantic issues weren't It was, like, really important. so much on the back burner. But on this, it was, like, all she cared about was this guy. Except, like, also she kind of didn't. It all... She, <laughs> Like, it seemed like what she was getting at was, like, I just want to know where the fuck I stand. That is true. She And yeah. then Alex is just constantly, like, going back and forth. He's evil, either very <laughs> evil. He's mm-hmm. either very caring or making weird excuses. And, and then, then when, it's like, did he have a tutor? Right, because he says he that to her after he's evil. Yeah. So, so basically. Like, busy being evil? It seems like here's. Here's what I'll put together and is maybe what R.L. Stein was going for. Probably not. Enlighten me. That somebody cut a hole in the ice mm. to fish. Okay. The evil spirit was sort of coming out. So it, it infected like two people. Because remember, Ivy was skating there with Lauren. Yeah. And so maybe they were being like kind of infected. And they were doing that weird, uh, uh. Oh, yeah. How were- annoyed are you that in every single one of these books, somebody does some kind of rhythmic weird dance and that there's so never much weird rhythmic dancing gets to the part that plays? Yep. Or what the dancing is or where this dancing originated. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Also, a dog gets hurt. I always hate that. Me too. Um, so, so she's like, like doing this like they dancing. Like kind of getting, or the evil spirit like <laughs> the evil spirit like cut the brakes in Kimmy's car. Okay. Hurt Hannah, also infected Ivy, and, or, like, they cut the brakes in Kimmy's car, okay. trying to kill one of them to get on the squad. Why is this evil spirit obsessed with cheerleaders? I don't know. Whatever. Well, because remember, it preys on <clears throat> your... Well, it preys on, like, your, jealousy. Yeah, jealousy. Resentments and anger. But anybody has that. Yeah. Why continually cheerleaders? Why only cheerleaders? Oh, well. Oh, well. I mean, I guess it's a very competitive sport. It would be nice if we knew, but we don't. But that's the thing, too, right? Which is like, because it seems so, it was so arbitrary when it it possessed Jennifer's corpse. Oh, yeah. It was just just rammed into it. And that was a thing, too, right? Where it was like, it was trapped and then nothing ever died on top of it. Yeah. So then it was like, that was like the perfect storm. But then it was like. So, okay. Now it's like airborne. Exactly. Why is it like free and like, I don't, I I didn't get that. Yeah, because it could have been rising up from Seraphir's grave. Sure. Forever ago. Yeah. And so like, like you were saying, like maybe like the spirit like kind of 
was like medium infecting people, not like mm-hmm. full blown. But like I would have liked to know if the evil had anything to do with the first part of the book. Exactly. Because otherwise there's just nonsense happening. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like tell us something one way or the other we the reader should know what was taking place yeah in the first half of your book because literally three people are like maimed yeah and we don't know why and and the circumstances because that was the thing too right where so the guy so the way that um four people are maimed hannah naomi rochelle and heather how's heather oh because of the thing right confetti the confetti so yes four people are maimed the way that I believe it is Rochelle, the one who is she the one who stabbed? Yeah, she was going to be their choice to replace Hannah. Right. So the way that she is stabbed drives me crazy. If we are not to believe that the evil spirit did it, because so there are these 100% like percent it had yeah, to be the evil. It spirit. had to be because there are these guys like working on the bleachers and they're yeah. like stay away, and so they are staying away. And the guy literally says, it flew, it out, flew of out of my hand. Like, I was holding <laughs> onto it, and it's like it was drawn to her. Yeah. And then so it's like, okay, well, then what the fuck? Yeah. So then we know it was back. So then, so it has to be that it was, it was in kind of out there. Ivy and Lauren. I think so. And then. Because she's also smiling all the time when everyone's yeah. getting hurt. And then Lauren's being a weirdo. Yeah. Alternate. Which is like a thing they don't even have. Although that is a thing, right? I don't know why their team doesn't have alternates. Yeah, like you should have an alternate, <laughs> yeah. especially when all your cheerleaders keep dying. Knowing also, the history why of Why their... isn't the town talking about all the cheerleaders who are being constantly maimed or killed? And the the, the town has, and I know that it is the town of Shadyside, so it... They have a lot on their plate. But it is a little too, and we'll get into this, it is a little too the show must go on. Like, yeah, way. yeah. They, like, what do they restart that tournament game, like, three different times? hmm And, like, they want to restart it again three hours after their coach has been drowned. Drowned with a water bottle. With a water bottle. Not even in a pool of something. And that's pretty weird. Bottle. Because they, it was enough water where he looked bloated and full of water. And I was like, is it? Because it's just a water bottle. It was very confusing. Uh, you know what? Magic. Mm. Yeah. You know what? Evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? Evil steam. Evil steam. Evil steam. Um, so the girls get this plan, right? They're like, we think it's Ivy and maybe Lauren. So let's have a seance on top of a frozen lake. Where we know the evil to be. Yeah. We know it's there. Let's do it at a hole. Let's invite everybody at school. Yep. For dancing and ice skating because of Christmas. Because of Christmas. It's a Christmas party. Everyone's going to be there. There's going to be music and food and then also us then, doing a like, seance in the corner. We're just going to slip away real quick. But like not even that far away. No, because then they bring up the evil spirit and the evil spirit infects like everyone. Literally everybody except, except, for except them. them. I So how many people did it possess? For sure, Jay and Alex and Ivy and Lauren, Lauren and I guess the rest of the it's team. Saying like the whole f- uh, basketball team. Yeah, it's the whole basketball and team. Then three cheerleaders. Yeah, only or three two, cheerleaders. Two or three cheer. No, three cheerleaders. Three because it's cause them. It's somebody else. Yeah. And so when Quirky hijacks the bus, which that was cool. And that was then it cool. Was like, and then it was not all fucking undone. That's so cool that she like. 
is willing to crash an entire bus. Yeah. And like, if they die, they die. But doing like what they're I gotta. possessed by the evil spirit. But then, th- so those were the only people on the bus? That was if confusing, too. If there were only two too. or three cheerleaders, where are the rest of the cheerleaders? Yeah. They didn't take the bus. So it's also pretty cool if she's going to be like, and I know there are innocents on this bus, but I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. Like she makes a tough decision. Like some Christopher Pike monster mm-hmm. decision. Mm-hmm. She's like, I got to make the hard choices here. It's humanity or those two people. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, she. He doesn't fucking say. No. So we're not even and then clear. Everyone lives. Everyone, everyone except Kimmy. Living. And then everyone except Kimmy. Poor and Kimmy. then, as usual, wake up in a hospital. There's your boyfriend. Now There's you're in a love. kiss. Everything's fine. Um, also, like the way she bounces back from realizing Kimmy is dead, I have it on my Kindle because, on my Kindle, because I was like, what the fuck, girl? Like, hello. So, okay. Uh, oh, God. We need to talk about some hilarious physical comedy that's not supposed to be funny. Um, in <laughs> the, a second, the backflip. Yeah, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> so many backflips. She could not stop doing backflips. Because, like, I started. I was like, "Why is this girl doing so <laughs> many backflips?" Too. I was like, "We get it. You can do backflips." Like, what the fuck, R.L. Stein? Do some other shit. But then it turned out the evil spirit was possessing her to do backflips endlessly. I know. She couldn't stop. And she was like screaming in terror the whole time it was happening, which is a very funny I loved that. That she can't stop doing backflips. Stupid. That being said. (laughs) So these are the last two, like, basically pages in the condo version. Um. Yeah, said Alex. I still can't believe everyone survived. Everyone except Kimmy, Corky thought sadly. She rushed forward and hugged Deborah. Then she stepped to the bed and took Alex's hand in hers. His warm hand. His alive hand. Tears rolled down Corky's cheeks. She looked down at Alex. He didn't remember any of it, she realized. He and the others who were possessed by the evil would never remember what they had done. Corky thought of Lena, the cheerleader who couldn't stop flipping. At last, her night... Oh, her terror would end. The nightmare was over. The evil was gone. Corky had drowned it. She had defeated it. The evil had died. Corky had lived. She squeezed Alex's hand. He returned her smile. Do you realize what today is? He asked. Saturday? Deborah <laughs> replied. Shut the fuck up, Deborah. <laughs> no, it's Christmas Eve, Alex told them. Corky glanced down at her white hospital gown and then at Alex's. She laughed. I don't think this is what they mean by a white Christmas, she joked. Well, Merry Christmas anyway, Alex declared brightly. Merry Christmas to us all, Corky cried. Now, when can we all go home? I fucking hate these people. I hate these people. Are you kidding me? I don't think this is what they mean by a white Christmas. (laughs) What are you talking about? I wish that, like, a nurse had overheard them and, like, locked them in that room. <laughs> like, did not let them it's out. Like, uh, we should have taken them to the psychiatry ward. <laughs> she, oh, and then I was kind of, like, it was weird that, like, literally every cheerleader book is ended this way. Like, the literally. evil was gone. And it's them she all. defeated it. Joking. Happily. Yeah, and then, like, freeze frame in a hospital or in a, in a diner. diner. I'm hungry. We're in a graveyard. 
<laughs> yeah, or a graveyard. Have I mean, yourself a salad. Wow, that turned my stomach. <laughs> Can I get a chunky blue cheese wedge, please? Wait, isn't that called tossed salad? Yeah, toss your salad. Huh. It's like licking, well, licking, licking up the butthole. We hit right on that. You know what? It's nice when you stumble upon like a full circle. It's it's like reassuring. Like that's definitely called the right thing then. It is. It is. Anyway. Anyway. How about this almost nothing moment? <laughs> but I is like so tied up with the writing style of R.L. Stein books and the whole pepperoni on the eyes thing is perennial annoying little brother Sean. Oh my gosh. It's like, guess you two want me to leave, Sean said, grinning. So you could so you can go smoochy smoochy. Corky laughed. Where'd you hear that on TV? What, what is what is even notable about? about him saying smoochy smoochy? <laughs> what television show? What is like it's not some phrase. It's not like he said so you can toss her salad. Yeah. And she's like, where the fuck did you yeah. learn that? And he's like on TV. Like that interaction would sure. make sense. Smoochy smoochy. Smoochy smoochy. Where'd you learn that? Oh, the movie Death to Smoochy. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. This book is really stupid. Yeah, it's it's maybe it's just because it's been a while since we've read the other cheerleader books. Mm-hmm. But because like different stuff does happen in this one. Like I like that it was possessing a bunch of people. Me too. I liked that. And there was some minorly spooky imagery happening when they're like all on the lake. Yeah, that whole chase mm-hmm. scene was good. The thing that I didn't like was that everything that like the scary stuff that she was seeing when they were when she goes she goes to the uh uh bathroom. No. Pizza place. No. Roadhouse. No. Arena. Okay. To tell the the co or her uh her coach, like they're all dead. They're all dead. And mm-hmm. then they all show up and they're rotting and super that was scary. Fucking awesome. Yeah, and then it's fake. And then it was a hallucination. I'm like, fuck, why do you keep you fucking tease? <laughs> yeah. Why do you keep having a cool thing happen and immediately taking it back? Dude. You already had it happen. Yeah. Work is done. It was like no need. Like people had like huge cuts all over their faces. One of them had no teeth. Like flesh was rotting off. Yeah, of them. it was cool. They were like bloated and soggy. Yeah. Like in Forbidden Game 3. Yes. Oh my God. <sighs> I'm excited I'm to annoying. like get to some like good books. <laughs> um, we'll see. Sorry, LRL. I mean, he does have like we like we love the first pulling, three. He is pulling his punches. Yeah. He kills Bobby. Dude, in, a in the most fun, fucked up way. way. Yeah. Just And that's another do thing it. too. Just do it where already. It gets like retconned that she died of suffocation when like that girl was boiled. Yeah, she was boiled alive. What is this drowning? Like, she yeah, they were like, oh, thing. she like Got, she got suffocated due to the heat, and it was like, no, like the he, water was boiling on her skin, and she was bright red. Was he getting publisher notes? Maybe was they're like, getting it's too editorial scary. editorial notes? They were like, no, it's too scary. And he's like, what if I just undo it afterwards? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. 
Yeah. Because I feel like sucks. I've seen that it in happens, kids stuff. And then it gets taken back. I know. It would have been so cool if it was real. Because then I was like, what are they going to do? And then I loved, too, when... Like, that was another thing, too, when she then shows up at the hospital and, like, all your friends are here and she has to figure out how to, like, get away yeah, from them. Yeah, and it's cool that she's, like, so ready to make a break for yeah. it. But then it was like, oh, and everybody's <laughs> fine. Do you want to yeah. make out in this hospital? Like, Ugh. like 12 other books we've read and I know. See? 12. 12. I always go to 12. You do. You like that number. I just... I don't know. And to me, there was nothing like I did not like that she ended up with him because he like legit was not a good guy. I couldn't tell. Like, I don't know who this Alex person is. I can't get a good read. He's on very him. handsome. Lindsay. He's he runs hot and cold. All I know is he's blonde and he's handsome. He's so handsome. And he has like crinkly. He has and like he gets, a crinkly eye thing. Oh, yeah. Like, and he gets really worked up about basketball. And he's flirty, though. That's the thing. He's, he's very flirty. flirty. Although at the same time, I was like, I I was like (laughs) 30, flirty and thriving. Um, I wasn't sure if he was legit flirting or if he just was being friendly when he was like with those like uh, because it was just like he'd be smiling and then she'd like look at him suspiciously. And I was like, but is he just smiling? Well, it's like (laughs) we can't also have red herring on cheating. I know. There's a lot going on here, buddy. Too much. Too much going on. Uh, so overall, how do you feel, Lindsay? I feel disheartened to return to the cheerleader series and and be met with inconsistencies mm-hmm. and repetitive cheerleader maimings. Yeah. And, and pulling punches. Yeah. I am excited to continue our winter season adventure. Yeah. I do like that. I like a themed book. Yeah. So I'm excited for that, yeah, at least. we got Freeze Tag by Carolyn B. Cooney. We got The Christmas Killer by Patricia Windsor. And then we're doing our very last Goosebumps book. Right. Of Goosebumps Wednesday. We will return to a Goosebumps But yeah, we're not going to do it regularly anymore. Yeah. Which we're all relieved about. Yep. Um, Your takeaways, Kelly? Um, The thing was, it was fine. It wasn't like, it was not terrible enough. To be like so bad, it's good. Mm-hmm. It was more like I because I knew that this series can be good, and we liked one through three so much mm-hmm. that it was just it was more disappointing. I was like, oh man, we're seeing these characters that we know and care about and have enjoyed spending time with now, kind of being in a weird, confusing place that I'm not interested in. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's that. that. Well, join us next week as we read Freeze Tag by Carolyn B. Cooney. And uh, just a reminder that we are having a t-shirt design contest for hashtag all caps Vera from our My Sweet Audrina episode. So just uh, send us your your designs to teencreepspod at gmail.com and um, we'll choose, you know, a winner when it seems like we have a reasonable number of entries. Yeah, I think we can. We'll probably set a date and like one tweet about see, it like, and stuff like that. How many are coming in? Yeah, um, but get yeah, them in just, now. Just make it a shirt with like literally hashtag all caps Vera, all one word. Yeah, and whatever I don't know. Yeah, whatever you just, feel like. Yeah, fits. whatever you feel like you would want that shirt to be, we would love to see it. Yeah, and then um, we will sell said shirt, and we will be giving ten percent. Of whatever we bring in to the person who designed it. Yay! Yay! Fun. Um, 
awesome. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And um, check out our Patreon if you want to. Yeah. We've it's had, a fun place. Uh, one Minnesota week for our $5 listeners. And then you get the one Minnesota week plus one outside genre episode. Full length. Plus, yeah, one full length episode on a book outside our usual genre. Plus the chance to choose that book. Yeah. Um, that's for our $10 monthly donors. Um, awesome. And thank you to everybody who already donates. We've had a really fun time reading yeah. all those books so far. Thanks for joining us for another episode. We'll see you next week. And um, keep it creepy. Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. Find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Teen Creeps Pod. Shoot us an email at teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And to share your teen and at work creep-related stories, you can leave us a message now at 747-333-6995. For our reading schedule, go to teencreepspod.com. Thanks for listening, and keep it creepy.